Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dev Otaku, the podcast where three developers from across the world get together and we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And normally we would do like a little preface like, hey, let's let's chat and catch up with everybody. Oh, by the way, I'm Jay. I'm Kiera. And I'm Jamie. And yeah, normally we would we would throw in a bunch of stuff here where we like we joke around and talk about things that we're doing. But we have a couple of new Patreon episodes. They're kind of short. Some are goofy. Some are a little bit more serious. Some are, um, it's just going to be a ton of fun. So instead of doing that, I'm going to recommend that you just head over to patreon.com slash devataku, or you can go to our website, devataku.com, and click on the Patreon link at the top. And there you can see some of those i think we'll make some of them public and some of them private to our patrons but we are really excited to get into these episodes uh or this upcoming episode episode eight uh does anybody have the name for this episode because honestly i wasn't too impressed i mean it was it it felt like filler the whole thing felt like filler yeah it's uh waltz for for venus this one right 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 so before we jump into our discussion on Waltz for Venus, I always have to kick it out to our spoiler-free interlude so that if you have not yet watched this episode, uh, you can. Because remember, we are a spoiler podcast and we will spoil it for you if you are, are not prepared for that. So, DJ, take it away. All right, so yeah, like I said before, this this episode absolute filler. I there, man, I don't. The only thing that I got from this was like, hey, they can actually secure a bounty, <laughs> and they did it in like the first like five minutes, and I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but it almost seemed like luck. Like at first, I was just like, oh, they just happened to be on the plane, and then it was like, oh no, this is intentional. Yeah, I think the one thing that I also kind of noticed with this is Spike is still Spike. Hashtag Spike is not a good bounty hunter. Um, but we noticed that Faye is like right on top of it. She's like ready to go. Like even when uh, like the lady comes in, has the drop on Spike, she like comes in right behind, sprays like the freaking spray chloroform, which should not be a thing ever in anime or real life. Um but yeah, she sprays her and she like passes out. Like, I think what we're starting to learn is like with with Faye on the team, I think that she is kind of the, hey, I will watch over Spike so that Jet doesn't have to from like a control center. And I think that's really helping with like their team, like cohesiveness. Yeah, I also like the money's her motivator. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, she was uh she was definitely like, um, okay, give me my give me my part now. <laughs> the only thing I hate is that like he's like right. She goes to blow it at the casino. Like as someone who enjoys gambling, probably slightly addicted to it, like I don't know. I, I would wanna keep some of my money just a little bit. But I think it's also because I've seen them like eat nothing. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, food first, or at least like food half of the half. Gro- groceries yeah. and gambling. <laughs> so, 
That said, I, I was going to ask that. Do we think that Faye has a gambling problem? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> like, I mean, she racked up a, a ton of debt, and now she's, like, taking all of her bounties and just throwing them back into gambling. Like, I think these are the signs of, of a true gambling addiction. And, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I wish... I mean, maybe there might be, like, some episode where they, they do an intervention and say, like, gambling addiction is a real thing. Like, actually, here here's a great ask of Brit. Um, <laughs> Jamie, in England, do they have, like, the sitcom episodes that are, like, also public service announcements? Um, you mean, like, uh, tonight on a very special episode of that kind of... Um, kind of. So back in the 90s, I think there was this, it might even been before then, um, but there was a law that was passed. It was like any publicly syndicated television show has to do like one episode that like covers an important topic. And I remember Family Matters did like guns in schools. And it was like this kid literally opens up his trunk and he's like an international arms dealer and he's like a freshman in high school. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what's, like it is not that easy to get guns. But apparently in Chicago, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but I remember several other TV shows where there was always like this. We're going to talk about a very sensitive subject. And then at the very end, there's always like a, a the third wall gets broken and they're like, I'm Jaleel White here, also known as Steve Urkel. I'm here to tell you about how dangerous guns are and like it's it was so corny but at the same time like part of me kind of wish that they would be like hi this is uh this is spike spiegel here uh please don't be addicted to gambling <laughs> gambling gambling addiction is a terrible thing um it can ruin your life it can ruin the lives of those around you and then it, it plays in the arms of an angel and you see like jet's face and he's just like i'm so hungry <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh so much then, but it was like the idea of of asking someone not to be addicted to gambling. Just, just don't do it. That's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but that's pretty much what this PSAs is... are, right? The whole like smoking PSAs that are always on. Mm -hmm. They're just like, oh, don't yeah. smoke, but you just sit up here and showed people showing like, quote unquote, how cool it is to smoke. Or if you even want to look at recently, thirteen reasons why. They just started putting PSAs in that, like, every episode. And I was like, oh, y'all needed this season one. Yeah, like, oh, hey, by the way, um, we're not condoning suicide. We're just um, outlining some of the warning signs. Yes. So please don't kill yourself. And and I, I know that suicide is a very um, oh, course, yeah. difficult subject. Um, but, and... You know, as we as we make light of, I mean, gambling addiction is mm. is a serious subject too, and like I just I just wonder like, Faye's character is, I don't want to say flawed, but like in in the stereotypical sense of like, I don't know, like a feminine culture, like it, would she be considered flawed already? Like the cigar smoking, gun toting, like lady with a gambling problem yep. and that's exactly why i have no problem with her with the gambling addiction <laughs> it's just flipping the <laughs> whole stereotype like this whole time phase kind of been like 
not what you expect, but then you can also see like the whole caring properties that typically are seen in most uh, women. Like, oh, I'll take care of Spike. Or when he actually got shot, she, you know, like cared for him in junk. Granted, she probably shouldn't have because he was definitely a jerk. <laughs> but she's also tone deaf. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can see like her aggression towards them and like how she demands that she's treated equally. So I, I really appreciate yeah. that they do that. And I think like the gambling for her, like part of me doesn't think it's addictive. I think that like she just has nothing else to do. Like I tell people all the time, working in tech, you make a lot of money, but you start making too much money. And after bills are paid, what do you do? So, you know, you start investing in your hobbies or things that you might want to try. So I think essentially that's like where she is in life. It's just like, oh, we make like these big lump sums of money once like I don't I don't have anywhere else to put it or anywhere else that I'm passionate so I'll just go play with it. So she goes gamble. So so Jamie, you're our resident um bounty collector. Um what do you remember what the bounty was on Faye for all of her gambling debts? Oh, now you're asking. I did have it written down. Let me see if I can find it because i would i would agree except for there's like a point in which gambling addiction is like bad um and and not to not to make this a a psa on like please please you know seek help if you suffer from gambling addiction which again you should um but like i've watched people who have gambling addictions like get kicked out of the military you know how hard it is to get kicked out of the military like you could you could kill someone and they won't kick you out you'll just go to jail and then once you're done with your jail time then they'll kick you out but like i mean unless you're like serving or something and you could i don't know it's, it's kind of weird um but no like i watched someone who was above me lose rank and eventually get processed out of the military because of right ra- of racking up like crippling debt in like Chinese casinos. (laughs) So like, and I know Faye, like she had a bounty on her head that was like, wasn't it like one of the first like million plus dollar Wulong, like or million uh, plus Wulong like bounties. Yeah. I've I've got $6 million, uh, 6 million Wulongs written down. Yeah. So like 6 million, I I don't know how much 6 million Wulongs is, but it seems to be a lot of money to like rake up in debt. And if it's just for paying off gambling debts, that that could be pretty bad. Hmm. I mean, also true. But as we all know, Faye lives the life that she wants to, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> really doesn't. So, yeah. Faye, Faye, Faye pretty much. Faye. <laughs> I think it makes her a more um, realistic, believable character, though. Like, um, if you compare her to uh, Spike, Spike is, he turns up, he kicks butt, he loses the bounty and then he complains about some kind of philosophical thing and then next episode. Whereas, yeah, all right, Faye is presented as she let's not be it about the bush. She's presented as a sex object. You know, she's got the the short, you know, the really small sort of suit on. I can't think of the best adjective, but, you know, she's not wearing many clothes and she hardly ever wears, wears many clothes. But she does have this, like you were saying, she cares about um about jet when he gets hurt and 
you know she she does enjoy the finer things in life and she does she does like to spend her money on things that she likes so it feels like um it makes her more more of a 3d character giving her these kind of almost like flaws and character um uh positive and negative uh, aspects to her whereas you know each time that we see spike he's either um waxing lyrical about martial arts or some kind of philosophical problem or he's uh eating cigarettes or he's complaining that they they haven't got any food you know yeah i i think and and i'm i'm definitely not qualified to talk on this part but i think with Faye though her her sexualizing herself is kind of like one of her like she's I, I would not call her a con artist, but at the same time, like she can play the con. Like she can make the moves to make things happen to get her way. I mean, just has I mean, look at how she got onto the Bebop. She literally like was not invited and yet she's still there. I mean, but you could tell they weren't gonna kick her off either. And I think that's also plays into why she stayed. Like she knew that they weren't gonna kick her off. Yeah, but I mean, but when you think about it too, like like you said before, they need food, <laughs> and yet she is always going shopping, like she is always getting stuff. And I mean, I think it's funny because like I consider I look at that with like me even like I have a brother in law who like lives off the land and like they do like he put his own house up and all that stuff and he's building like a this gazebo area and he's like laying pouring the concrete and leveling the terrain like and i'm just like yo this sounds like something i would pay somebody to do because i just don't have the time nor the patience to do that and i'm not gonna lie like there there have been times where it's like yo i'm having problems let me go talk to my brother-in-law because he enjoys doing this stuff (laughs) and maybe if i just give him money He'll just do it and I won't have to. And I feel like I feel like that's the attitude where like my brother-in-law would probably just he'd want to show me how to do it so I don't have to bother him anymore and just like I could do it and be self-sufficient. And I feel like that's how like Jet and Spike are. They're like, yo, we would much rather all this money just go towards food and put it together. But like we notice even in this episode, Spike like gets the bounty and like her hand is out before he can turn around. It's just like, yo, give me my cut so I can go do what I got to do. And I'm just like, Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I will say though, that transfer machine was like pretty nice. It's like, bro, do you know how dope it would be if you just like open up this electronic device and put two cards in and move money? Um, so when I, so when I was in the Navy, we had, like, they weren't handheld devices, but they were, like, ATMs that were like that, basically, where it was, like, you want to transfer a balance from one card to another. Uh, because, every like, when you're on ship, like, basically, your money gets deposited to, like, one card. But then if you need to give somebody money, like, there's no place to pull out cash, per se, because everything is on ship. Everything is contained, and most of the things are free, except for, like, uh, some good haircuts and, you know, like, chips and stuff. So you basically like put your card in, put your pin in, state the amount, you pull your card out, they put their card in, they put their pin in, and then it transfers over. Um, 
not to say it was as easy as the way that they did it, because like you said, it was kind of slick. But I will say it's funny that we look at that as like, oh, that's super high tech. Yeah, I can literally tap my phone next to yours and transfer money to you. Or I can open up an app and say, yo, give like open up Venmo, give Kiara five bucks. Like it's I feel like it's easier now to, to mm. transfer money to somebody. Yeah, I can agree. I just was like, I wasn't expecting it. When she said give me the money, you know, I'm thinking, well dang, we've got another scene that's gonna add to this. They're about to go to the ATM. <laughs> I know it sounds bad that I was dreading it, but I was just like, bro, like what? Hold on a second, Faye. I've got to go to the Seven Eleven. <laughs> that would have been a brilliant scene. You know, they're just sort of standing there in a queue to get to the ATM, and one of them's whistling. Just <laughs> you've got the music playing in the background. <laughs> it's also weird because I don't know. Maybe I haven't paid attention, but I think it's the first time we've seen like cash. Um, when I think what's his name, Rocco, was uh, mm. sending the gift to his sister. I think that's the yeah. first time I've like no. seen loose leaf cash so far. No, there was loose leaf cash in the uh, episode where they get. Iron oh yeah, because uh, yeah, Abdul like when he goes and talks to the guy, the guy's like, "There's a fortune coming your way." You should give me a dollar and I'll tell you about yeah. it. But like, I don't know. I was just like, okay, it's the first person that I've seen like an actual transaction take place. Like, you know, to a merchant. <laughs> There's been no merchant speaking transactions PSAs, so far. Speaking of PSAs, this whole like Rocco, like I want to help my sister. So I'm going to get like clicked up with the mob. Hmm. Can you just go to like nursing school? <laughs> mm, so I kind of understood the perspective. Uh, like clearly, I didn't join a mob. I just went to school for engineering, but <laughs> it's like the same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's like. I mean, Jamie became a .NET developer. Oh yes, so definitely. times must have been hard. Yeah, you don't judge me too badly for that, do you? A little. Let me like your sister was. I've still never held a pie. I've still never never held a development job. So. Your sister's blind though, so like, if it's the two of you guys left, your sister's blind. You want to make like money fast so she can have this mm. surgery. Would you not do the same? Nah, I'd be like, yo, we're moving into a mansion. There's so much space. You just walk for days and just not not feel a thing. I like how she adapted, though. Got... And I don't... The whole, like, seeds and how it affects people, that really... I was confused. Yeah. So I was, like, trying to figure out how well, it all I connected. She... I'm like, okay, so you're blind based off of some spores? I, I think it was probably, like, an allergic... Well, I don't want to say an allergic reaction, but, like... She had a bad reaction to spores, which I mean, I could see that. I could see that having an effect on your on your body. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would just make you blind. Like it would probably like make you blind, cause like some serious like scarring, and then you would not be able to live on the planet that it happens on. <laughs> like, I live in a, a ship that's busted out and open. Like, where? How does she eat? <laughs> like, she definitely has to go out in town. So like, you're making yourself vulnerable to this, but. 
you know, Watanabe does a lot of like, don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> like we're not going to worry about the basics of things. I've just, I've just come to accept it. Also, um, the difference in relationship between the sister and brother, um, compared to like the first episode where it was just like Katarina was like this, like I can't do without him type of thing. And you can see mm-hmm. here Rocco's sister is like, yeah, he does bad things. Um, Even by the end of the episode, she's just like, uh, he got killed for doing something he wasn't supposed to or something like that. And she felt, or I shouldn't say she felt nothing, but like the way she said it was just like, she'd kind of given up hope because she knew he was in with the wrong crowd. Totally different dynamic yeah. from like the first set of, I guess we're going to call them sibling relationships. Well, the other one was a husband-wife relationship, yeah, right? I think. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, still, yeah, still iffy. I, I know what the wiki said, <laughs> but I I feel like it was not a husband-wife situation. But I don't know. All, all relationships are different. Um, but no, like... And, and what about Spike's... Spike's, like soft heart or whatever like that just seems like spike on one hand spike tells rocco like i don't want to be bothered with you like get away from me blah 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 this is stupid and then eventually he like caves in and he just he teaches them to be like water because <laughs> spike is bruce lee or something okay. um, but <laughs> But then, like, when it comes to, I forgot, what what was her name? Don't even remember. Oh, the sister. Oh, my goodness. Is it Julia? No, no, Julia is someone that we don't meet yet. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Spoilers. Stella. <laughs> <laughs> She's called Stella. Well, Julia is the old flame. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The sister. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the sister's sister. Stella. Stella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when when he sees Stella, he's like, I want to do everything in my power to help. In fact, he uses his bounty money to get her the surgery needed, or like he sells the seeds and then gives the... Like, if anything, it's like, okay, you didn't care about the brother... And then you got upset because you got him killed. Well, he got himself killed, but you watched him die. And then you got so invested in this side story of like, I want to help this, this family out, this brother and sister pair out. And that just did not seem like Spike at all. Spike is like, yo, this is just a job. I don't care. I get up, I move on. And then he comes out and he does this like, Oh, but I care about this family and I want to help them out so much. Like it's 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 like bipolar and it's bothering me. Uh for me, I think it was expected. So I know like your male ego things are like really strong in front of each other. But like all men are softies and it's annoying, especially like masculine presenting woman, like y'all are mad annoying with that. <laughs> so you like you present one way. But, like, at the end of the day, it just takes, like, whoever you quote-unquote love, whether it's your mother, sister, girlfriend, y'all all all give in at one point. 
So it's just like, do what we say the first time. <laughs> it wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> so like when Spike... But but this isn't someone that Spike loves. This but is he connected just like... somehow. I'm not too sure how because I'm still trying to figure out how he died. But somehow he like felt connected to this girl. And like, um, I think even at a point, yeah, like during the fight scene, he's even like, oh, good job, Rocco, for like, you know, learning how to use this water technique this totally not real (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i think at one point he's just like even when he asked about the seeds after he stole them which is paradox but he connected so in his mind he he already knew what he was gonna do so him switching up i was just Mm -hmm. like okay like the way he acted when um i'm gonna call it head of household died from his uh little gang back in the day the way he acted when Faye was mm-hmm. captured, like all of these are little hints to let you know, like he's a true softy. He just doesn't want people to know, know. about it. I don't, I don't know about the Faye one, because the Faye one he had he had ulterior motives. Keeps rescuing her though. I don't think he hasn't let her go yet. <laughs> well, she also won't let herself be gone. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like. There's something about Spike's past that we either don't know or don't learn about yet. That maybe, maybe this is just me uh, looking too far into it, but like maybe he connects with Rocco and sees himself like a younger self. You know, maybe maybe that's how he got involved in uh, gangland stuff back in the day. Um, or maybe you know maybe he met someone whilst he was in Maui and Rai's crew. Who was going through a similar situation and couldn't help then but he's trying to make up for it now or like i say maybe i'm just reading too much into it maybe he had a sister yeah. um but then when his mom died they tried to use alchemy to build... oh wait no that's wrong yeah, <laughs> <laughs> full metal bebop <laughs> cowboy alchemist oh yeah happy lit Yo, the cowboy alchemist would be a great alchemy. Like that'd be a great like uh what is it, general in the uh or special agent of the, the army. I feel like cowboy alchemists, or the cowboy alchemists, should be the name of a band. I don't know what kind of genre of music, but it should be the name of a band. Western punk. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know, is that a thing? Can you play power chords on a fiddle? Yep, you can. I've seen it happen. Oh, well, there you go then. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so with this, it's just like, what are we... I don't know, like, in the grand scheme of things, this episode meant literally nothing. I... Like we don't learn anything. Like I, I feel like it's like a little bit of insight into what happens with them. By the way, um, people were killed, so bounties were some bounties were lost, not all of them, but some. But I didn't think they got <laughs> so, the bounty at the end. No, I think they did. I think that's how the surgery was paid. No, for. he sold the seeds because the seeds. <clears throat> remember, Jet said they're like really uh, rare, so he was like, I think even one is like nine million. I think is a quote. Mm. Mm. that's interesting because not everyone died at the end but they i thought they got away because i guess because they just started focusing on a dying character 
So it was like I know that the I know the main guy didn't get away because like they got the drop on him, and yet like at the very end it shows him with like his hands up because there's a giant like cruiser <laughs> like sitting right next to him. Even so, that's not a lot. So I wrote it down whilst the episode was going whilst whilst I was watching and. For the what we one two three four five so for the five uh, members of the crew, so there's Picaro who's the essentially the big boss, his um, bounty was five hundred thousand, then Chibi, Bakri, and Capri, and Rocco were all a hundred thousand each, so that gets you nine hundred thousand Wulongs, and there was a line uh, you get double if you bring in the whole crew, so mm-hmm. they could have gotten uh, one point eight million. But obviously, um, they couldn't get the one point eight million. So maybe maximum they got was was five hundred thousand. Maybe. I mean, but that's still money on the table. Well, that's true. <laughs> like... but is it enough to pay for um, the surgery? You know, that's that's the thing I'm getting at. I don't know. I yeah. honestly that's don't understand how they're like. Oh, the bounty is worthless if the people are dead. Like these are really dangerous people, so you know they're gonna be shooting back. <laughs> like, I'm not understanding. Are we gonna go torture them once you capture them? Like, probably, probably. That part, like uh, this whole bounty system, is just so confusing. Some people are good, like dead or alive. Some people are only good alive. I guess bounties in real life confuse me because of that too. Have. Have there has there been any bounties where people were okay dead or alive? Um, wasn't mom and her crew? Well, and today we're about to shut off no. the gate. No, they weren't because because if you remember, like when they captured them alive, they were like, you might as well just let her go. <laughs> Could have just been like, you might as well just kill her. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know she's bad, but you know that the government. Pulled out on the deal. If you kill her, you solve the issue. Which I mean, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, but you get into like an ethical gray area if you start saying stuff like that, don't you? Yeah. Well, we... Versus versus the ethical gray area of giving away a known criminal who is threatening to destroy your planet. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure if, if like the world leaders were like, yo. They could just put a bullet in her head right now, and this is all done. <laughs> mm, that's true. I don't know. I I feel like the seeds paid for it, but then again, I don't. i just happy she got her surgery. Not too sure how that really works, seeing as how you still live on the same still planet couldn't see. with the spores. But you know, <laughs> science, common sense, it doesn't, you. it's not adding up, but that's not my business. So, <laughs> like, Spike, you just wasted a bunch of money. I just want you to know that. She's going to be blind in, like, a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> then she starts the whole story all over again, finds another bounty hunter, does the whole soppy, where's my brother, bit, and then gets... I bet it, I bet it was a whole, it was a con <laughs> the whole it. time. That's a long con, that's what it is. <laughs> like, she's not, she's not really blind. <laughs> I also wonder if everyone else knew about, um... I guess this slight attachment the spike had. Like I'm gonna say no, but 
No, I don't. I don't think they knew because I mean, even then, like he hides the fact that he has the seeds. He's just like, oh, these gray ash seeds. Like, how much would they be worth, hypothetically speaking? See, they do some really good like camera panning or whatever. Because I'm like, honestly, if Jet just looks up, he clearly sees you holding something in your hand. Like assumptions. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> Again, so so we're about to change this to hashtag all of them are bad at their job. Situ- situational awareness was not a common thing in the Cowboy Bebop universe. Clearly not. But yeah, this is definitely a filler episode. Uh, I think it just plays into like more of trying to understand more about Spike than anything else, which I don't really care yeah. for, to be quite honest. <laughs> like I don't I don't need to know I don't need to care for the people that I'm watching. I just need them to shoot more people. Pretty much. I want some more action. <laughs> Get to they the can point. give me like a little bit more story about Jet. I'll be content. Um Faye is fine. I'm over her little storyline as well. She can just keep doing her. And yeah. How many how many episodes were there? There's like thirty episodes. Twenty five, twenty six. Twenty five. So we're almost halfway through the story and I feel like all they've done is introduce like they've, they've literally taken 10 episodes to introduce like the entire cast Mm. and like get to the point. Like, I don't, they, they probably could have made this whole series like 12 episodes and been just fine. Well, do you remember we said, uh, I think I brought it in, in one of the earlier episodes that, um, they kept having to invent scenes because um, Kano Yoko was writing loads of music and Watanabe heard it and said, hey, we need to make a scene to show off Create this music. Create an entire episode yeah. for this one song. Yeah. Which... I call this one The Blind Woman with Spores. <laughs> Could have just not paid for it and been like, look, fam, we ain't going to use this. But I also don't know Japanese <laughs> culture, so maybe that's rude. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't quite know. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, yeah, again, a lot of filler. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, none of this mattered. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the next episode that, that we're going to talk about, um, episode... Nine. Oh man, it finally it's way got more important. here. Yeah, finally, it finally got here. I am so excited about next episode. Um, spoiler alert: the fourth, the fourth human member <laughs> um, of the team is introduced. So, uh, yeah, if you want to find out more about that and more about us, be sure you subscribe to the uh, Devataku podcast. You can do that on iTunes. I think we're just on iTunes, but if you have like any third-party podcast app, um, they link into the iTunes directory, so you can find us on those as well. Um, and, of course, you can keep up with us on social media. Um, I am not that much on Twitter anymore. Instead, I am on Microblog, which is micro.blog slash KJAYMiller. Um, and I also have my website, which is kjaymiller.github.io. Uh, where I post my thoughts on all kinds of things. And then, uh, yeah, everyone else, how can people reach you? Jamie? Oh, um, okay. Uh, so you can have a, head over to gaprogman.com. That has a links to 
pretty much everything I do, including the Devo Taco website. So that's G-A-P-R-O-G-M-A-N dot com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at dot net core blog, D-O-T-N-E-T-C-O-R-A-B-L-O-G. Uh, yeah, so everything is pretty much linked on my website, which is kiera.com. So it's K-E-H-E-I-R-A uh, dot com. Please don't find me on Twitter, but feel free to follow my Instagram, which is also on the website. All right. And of course, if you've enjoyed our conversations, again, we didn't talk much about the episode, but we talked about all kinds of things like gambling addiction, um, Spike's inability to see beyond the fact that none of this was important and he could have just left and so many other things. And you want to continue supporting it and many of the other adventures. Uh, Jamie released his top five um, animes of all time post. And uh, we've got a couple of them sitting in there. I had some stuff come up, so I wasn't able to publish mine yet. But I know that we are looking at getting those published as well as some other stuff and some other thought pieces. Um, You got to check out devotaku.com. And... Of course, there are several ways that you can support the show, keep the show running. Uh, The easiest way to do it is to go to the website, click that Patreon link at the top, and become a patron. Uh, Again, that money keeps the show running. It it, basically pays the bills, and we're really wanting to get that Facebook group, even though none of us use Facebook. (laughs) We really want to get that Facebook group running so that we can have a direct line of communication to all the listeners and all the people that are both developers and anime lovers, manga lovers, comic lovers, all of those things that that define the otaku lifestyle. And, of course, if you want to continue watching along with us, you can watch it on Hulu or you can click one of the links that we have to like our in the show notes that goes to Amazon where you can, you know, purchase the episodes or purchase them on iTunes. And and we also get a little kickback from that as well. Um, It doesn't cost you anything more than other than what you would normally pay. Uh, But that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Jay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Jamie. And this has been Devotaku. And we will see you later, Space Cowboys, which they did not have again (laughs) in this episode. What the heck? Like, the show got canceled. I'm just just at this point, I just think it got canceled. (laughs) Yeah, it is disappointing.